Brian Palavaro and Far here with co-host Dylan Bowman and our guest right now is Zach Miller going into the 2017 TNF50. Welcome to Time Champ. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here. You are back for another year. You had an 11th a couple years ago and then one back to back. Uh -huh. uh, trying to make it three in a row? Well, we'll see. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome, but uh, it's anybody's day out there, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, you are a very late entrant into this race. Was that, were you on the fence for a long time or what made you de decide yeah. to, to come ahead to finally get yeah. on that fence? I, I think I just, uh, I kind of suffer from uh, male non-committal syndrome. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I was just really on the fence because uh, the gap between UTMB and this race was three weeks shorter this year. And I felt like last year it was tight. Um, and so I just kind of, with the hundreds, you always kind of got to give your body some time to come back around. And so I just kind of took my sweet time seeing how the body was feeling and making that decision. It seems to be the story of your 2017, kind of yeah, yeah. waiting around and seeing how your body is. Yeah, and it's, it's been largely because I've been battling injuries this year, which is really... Uh, which is really abnormal for me. I'm not normally doing that. I'm normally just healthy. So um, I, I at least have a body that feels like it can commit to races. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then this year was like a little different. So um, struggling to kind of commit in the first place. And then uh, for much of the year, uh, having a body that wasn't quite cooperating, it made it like extra hard to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I kind of like, I don't like that. That's not how I want to run my season. Um, but that's just kind of the way it ended up this year. So tell us about your injuries. What happened earlier in the year and how do you think that has effect, affected sort of the progression of your season? Yeah, I think it, it basically kind of gave it a slower start um, and and not quite the setup that I, that I wanted. Um, Basically, coming out of winter, like late winter, early spring, I I slipped on some ice and messed up my back, and um, <clears throat> tried to run through it. That didn't work. Had to take like five, six weeks off, like not running at all, which I pretty much never do. Um, and then basically the initial injury started to heal, but then as I started to train again, it kind of developed a new injury on the other side of my back. Um, and so then, at, at, at one point, I wasn't so much battling the initial injury anymore as this new issue. Um, and so that kind of plagued me. I was still able to train, I was able to prep for UTMB, but I wasn't able to like prep the way I wanted to. Um, and then, coming out of UTMB, it seemed to actually improve quite a bit. Um, you know, I don't know, the, the human body's weird, like you run 100 miles and it fixes itself, <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't completely fixed, but uh, it was doing better and it just kept getting better and better. So then for the lead up to this race, it, it got it got to the point where I could pretty much train the way I wanted. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to be like, oh, I can't do that workout because my injury won't, mm -hmm. might flare up. I could pretty much do what I wanted um, and it just kept getting better and better and better. Um, and so yeah, and then I 
cut to this race. <laughs> so what have you done sort of between UTMB and North Face to prepare? I mean, how did you recover from the race? Do you think the fact that you didn't race earlier in the year helped you recover post UTMB and train for this? Um, I don't know if, I don't know if it helped me. I'd say more just having run the 100 mile distance before, because I did feel mm -hmm. like UTMB recovery went faster this year, mm -hmm. and that when I and that afterwards training started to click faster. Mm -hmm. uh, last year it was pretty sluggish. Um, so I, but I think it was more just my body knowing that 100 mile, experiencing that 100 mile distance before it kind of knew how to recover better, um, was just a little more conditioned. Um, the nice thing is, yeah, I guess coming into this race, it's my second ultra of the year. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not like I've, I've raced a ton, um, which is, which is good. Um, Does that give you a little extra, you know, you have to think about yourself comparatively to some degree. And yeah, there's a lot of people who've raced a lot more than once yeah, so far this year. Yeah, but at the same time, it's also like, I'm still searching for that race this year that's like, okay, I'm magic still, race yeah, like I've still got it. Like, um, cause you know, last year would be, be like, oh, well I raced well at Madeira. It's like, I was on, UTMB was, was not quite what I wanted, but still strong, you know, so you kind of had that confidence. And you haven't had that, that fast, you know, success at a fast ultra yet this year. Cause you haven't run yeah, one. Yeah, like, I, I, mean, like, I haven't run one. So it's like, yeah, I'm still like, I guess you could say like, I'm really hungry. I want to go out there and be like, okay, I've still got it. Like, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I did race one like small trail race in Pennsylvania between here and UTMB to kind of test the waters, see where it's at. Which one? Um, I did, oh, just a tiny little race called the Dire Wolf. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of great little yeah, trail races. Yeah, and, and it's just like... Central it. PA. Oh, it was just a 10-mile trail race. <laughs> and I just wanted to go out and like throw the hammer down for a full 10 miles. You crushed some rocks along the way. So. Yeah, there were definitely <laughs> some rocks. It was actually a really cool course, a mix of like... Some of it was like cross-country running, some of it was like rocky trail, and, uh, and then some like fire roads, which was good practice for here. So I can't help but ask, I mean, we're about to talk to Hayden next. Last year in Hayden, you guys had one heck of a showdown. And uh, are you excited to? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, you know, it, a competition like that is the type of thing that like makes you nervous and get you gets the jitters going on the start line. But that's also, that's exactly what we want. Like we want races to have that type of head-to-head, uh, -head, uh, I mean, you say rivalry, or, like, just competition. Like, yeah. Hayden's a great guy, and I think there's, uh, I think there's some other other guys though this year in the mix that should make it even more interesting. Um, and yeah, I mean, last year was just amazing. Like we ran that fast because we were racing each other yeah. all day. Does it make you think that you're going to race? Like, is it even possible to race? You know, race earlier. You guys, it seemed like from the gun, you guys were. Well, yeah, we were it's not possible. No, you can't race. Yeah. Can you guys race right now and just like get this started? A, Do your a good yeah. 21 hours early. Oh, while racing. Oh, hours. we were. Yeah, we were pretty much right out of the gun last year. I mean, it could be more so this year. Like you could always, like, go faster. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like. Uh, but I mean, will it be even like, I don't know. I think maybe the question more this year will be like, how, what pace does it go out at? And like, who's in the group? Cause I think this year, um, 
And not, uh, I think this year it Being could very well be a bit a bigger group. Yeah. With with the field that's in here. Um, and I don't know, like maybe it won't be a group at all. Like maybe, maybe you know, someone's just gonna shoot off the front row by themselves. Like you know, um, I don't I like I don't know, but I think there's so many competitive and strong guys in this field that could you know go out at a fast early pace. Like I don't know. It could, basically, the only thing I know is is Saturday is gonna hurt a lot. Like, I'm just kind of, like, after last year, I'm just, like, it's basically going to be the most painful day of my entire year. Excellent. <laughs> and that's, like, that's pretty daunting, but uh, but, but that's also what I love. <laughs> cool. So, can you give us a little insight into your training? I don't want to blow up your spot too much, but at our North Face Athlete Summit, the first day you did four hours of training, and you said you had pretty much been doing that for ten days in a row at that point. Yeah, and you're not on Strava, so nobody uh, really knows what you do. Without giving away too many secrets, yeah. can you tell us sort of what it's looked like over the past few weeks? Yeah, you should probably ask my buddy standing outside. <laughs> <laughs> who so Zach's been gone for five hours. Yeah. He needs to get back to work. Well, yeah, he lives with me, and yeah, uh, he. Well, we were talking to Blake Hose last night, and I was like, uh, kind of talking about how 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 Tim Frerichs works as a nurse, so he's got like three days where he works and four days off or whatever, and he thinks it helps him structure his training so he doesn't like overtrain. And I was talking to him about that and was like, kind of agree. And, mm -hmm. and that we were kind of talking about how you can play those cycles when your life kind of dictates. Mm -hmm. um, but bar camp in the fall is like labor intensive on chores, but you can kind of do this whenever you want. So there's a lot of time to go out and train. So. Yeah, my buddy was kind of like joking. He's sitting there at dinner, and he's kind of like, "Yeah, or you can try and just go out for five or six hours every day." <laughs> and I was like, "And it's not necessarily that every day, but when you saw me in Sedona, like, yeah, it was starting to crank up, and I, I don't necessarily keep super strict tabs on it. I kind of have a general method that I'm following." But some days, it's like sometimes you just start to hit those weeks where things start to click mm -hmm. and like you just start stacking up big days and it just keeps rolling like, um, and may, I was maybe kind of in the middle of that. I was also traveling so I was running big stuff so like, you know, I, I had like on that road trip, I, I started off with like a run down the mountain and then like a big loop out elsewhere in Colorado so I had like, like a 30, I had like a probably like a six, six and a half hour day, mm -hmm. and then uh, like a 30 some miles. And then the next day, like, I ran up Humphreys and in Flag, I was there, it's fun to do. Yeah. Like Alicia Morgan was like, you can run up Humphreys. <laughs> I was like, and I went out and I felt terrible. And I was like, so well, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> are, are a lot of days like you just have an idea of what to do and then you may build in some intensity? Yeah, there's, there's usually just like, Five days a week, they're just like, just, just run. Just go. Just go out yeah. and run. If you want to run fast, you can run mm -hmm. fast. If you want to run slow, you can run slow. Just get the hours in. There's usually like a limit. Like I want at least three hours to, like I'm not running six hours every day, but I have, but I have moments where I start to just go and I might have a three hour day and then a four hour day and then a five hour day. And then, you know, and then maybe I take a three-hour day again. It, it, it just starts to, I don't know, I have trouble controlling myself. <laughs> well, we're going to control this interview and uh, wrap it up, Zach. Best of luck this weekend and have fun out there. All right, thank you. Three-peat. Three-peat. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll Good see. Luck. Good luck. <laughs>
<laughs> and a bonus question, because I've been looking at it all morning. Oh. Is it is this the Casio from, oh, uh, this, from yeah this from is, the finish line photos the this, last couple this years? This is the Casio from. Um, I bought this in Madeira oh, for like like five bucks. <laughs> so this is relatively new. This is not like you had this in high school. This Casio. No, no, no. I I because when I trained for Madeira, I, I I trained without a watch. Like I trained with the cabin clock. I just looked and yeah. left and came back and if it wasn't long enough I went back out uh, and so when I got to Madeira I, I had no watch to like check my nutrition with so that's why I wear it so it's not old enough to have a name or anything like that no it doesn't have a name it's just it's just the Casio the Casio all right <laughs> all right perfect Jen